Welcome to a special 2018 North American Summit edition of What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, recorded at our podcast parlor in Boston, you'll hear Joseph Bouchel and Greg Wassmansdorf discuss his presentation, The Coming Labor and Location Challenges Posed by Industry 4.0. Good afternoon. My name is Joseph Bouchel. I am Digital Marketing Manager for Newmark Knight Frank Global Corporate Services. I am here today with Greg Wassmansdorf. Uh, Senior Managing Director, Newmark Global Strategy. Greg, I want to ask you about your recent presentation called The Coming Labor and Location Challenges Posed by Industry 4.0. Can I start by asking you to confirm that you are not a robot? (laughs) That is a fair question, Joseph. Uh, I do confirm this is not Westworld. Uh, I was at the Cornet Global Summit in Boston for that presentation, and I am real. Uh, Yes, I gave a presentation on Industry 4.0 and what that entails for our economy and our corporate real estate sector. I see. Uh, Would you say you are an expert in this field? You know, I would consider myself an informed observer of what's going on in this area. Uh, In Newmark um, Global Strategy, we find our clients are increasingly challenged by the disruption of new technologies and by the opportunities that new technologies represent for their businesses. And we're just trying to keep up to speed with the variety of changes that we and our clients are seeing. So I read widely on the topic, although it is hard. I mean, I think McKinsey is publishing a new white paper on Industry 4.0 about every 48 hours. So it's hard to keep up with the material, but it is a a really important area uh, that we need to stay abreast of. Got it. Uh, So what did you talk about in your presentation? So the talk was really structured into five five parts. So first was a general overview to what is Industry 4.0. There are a lot of definitions and a lot of technologies involved with that. So that was really just laying the groundwork or the framework for the discussion. And then moving on to how industries and the assets involved with those industries are changing with the introduction of new technologies. Then there's a whole section dedicated to labor force impacts. That is um, a a key focus of our consulting practice, but it's an issue that companies are dealing with, not just in a low uh, unemployment uh, rate environment right now, but just generally how technology is impacting labor, and that's only going to intensify. So there was a section dedicated to that. Uh, The fourth section, was all about the locational uh, impacts of technological change uh, in a section called uh, Geography Still Matters. And then lastly, trying to bring it back home, so to speak, was to talk about corporate real estate uh, adaptation and planning uh, in this era of Industry 4.0. So what is Industry 4.0, and where does the term originate? So great question, because I can't tell you exactly who coined the phrase, but it represents this idea that we are in a fourth industrial revolution. The first really being uh, mechanization and steam power 
uh, the second industri uh, industrial revolution was around mass production and assembly line technologies and electronics. The third industrial revolution we think of in terms of computers and electronics and automation, but now we're into something that is qualitatively different, what is being coined a fourth industrial revolution or industry 4.0, which now involves the Internet of Things, connected networks uh, and wireless networks, and what are called cyber-physical systems, where humans and machines are interfacing and interacting in a way that is new, novel, and uh, very innovative. You said that you talked about industries and assets? Right, so, you know, as technology is introduced, the uptake and the application of new technologies is not the same in every industry. So, there, so I dedicated some time to talking about how different types of industries are adopting these technologies, changing their own industries, and as a result, or as a consequence, the way that they use their physical space, the assets in which they occupy space, how that is also changing. So uh, I spend a little time talking about the industrial setting, the office setting, retail, and also the healthcare setting, because companies that are in each of those different types of assets are applying the technologies differently, and it has uh, a ripple effect throughout those sectors and asset classes uh, differentially. So it's important to pay attention to those differences. Sure. Uh, everyone seems to be talking about labor force issues these days. Uh, is that a key consideration with the Industry 4.0 research? Yeah, I mentioned that sorry, just, just in passing uh, a, a moment ago, but it's worth really emphasizing. And I like to quote uh, this one fellow, Stefan uh, Bungart, who's a commentator on these issues. And he says, you know, we're in an era where you go to bed uh, working for an industrial company, but you wake up in the morning working for a software company. And change doesn't happen quite that fast, but it certainly represents the sentiment that people are feeling as companies and industries change. And so what then happens and what we're seeing and what is being forecast is tremendous disruption across industries and in the way that work gets done. And so uh, on the positive side, we see the emergence of new jobs, new job classifications, uh, new skills entering the workforce, so occupations that have new skill requirements, and people who are talented and skillful can adapt and pivot and grow into those new roles. People who are coming out of universities and colleges uh, are uh, often ready to you know, embark on new careers in new occupations, often occupations we've never even heard of. Uh, and, and that's the positive side of it. But the disruptive side and the negative side of it is that as automation happens and as people really get disintermediated from their old jobs, they will either lose their jobs completely because those occupations disappear, or more commonly what will happen is the tasks that they perform within their job will be so radically changed that that person is no longer a good fit for that job. So unless they retrain and are able to adapt 
or pivot and, and in a sense reinvent themselves to stay in that new uh, type of work, they will be dislocated as well. So, uh, so I dedicated a bunch of time in the presentation just to talk about those labor force impacts and how they might look different in different sectors uh, and in different parts of the world, to be honest. Section four of your talk is called Geography Still Matters. Why do you say that? Yeah, so, you know, building on that idea that, uh, you know, companies locate where they need to be in order to satisfy their customer base or in order to do effective work, the way that technology gets adopted and implemented is going to um, not occur in the same way everywhere. And so what we're seeing is in the same way that uh, we talk about the Rust Belt in the United States, you know, a big geography, a big geographical area of the United States that uh, suffered big dislocation as traditional steel mass production industries uh, were in uh, structural recession and restructuring, uh, you know, let's say 30 years ago we're going to see that sort of restructuring happen again, but it's gonna happen faster, and it's going to happen in, in different places. Um, so that's why geography still matters. And what we are already seeing is that some places in the world are already preparing themselves for that. And it's not always the places you'd expect. China, for example, is expected to suffer in some ways the worst fate as people's jobs get restructured, but China is also embarking on the biggest uh, effort to plan for and get ready for retraining and the adoption of, of, of new skills training for their workforce. So th that's gonna be, of course, one area of the world that's gonna be interesting to watch. Other countries, uh, including South Korea, Canada, and other places are implementing their own strategies now. So again, if you're looking at a map and looking at where companies want to do business and will be successful in the future, you've got to pay attention to how these forces are going to be uh, impacting different countries and different regions uh, in different ways. Sure. Uh, really is fascinating. I have one last question for you. How does all of this relate back to corporate real estate? Yeah, fair question, because we are business and corporate real estate management consultants, after all. So we've got we've to bring it back to, okay, what does this all mean for real estate? All of the technology that we associate with Industry 4.0, as I said, is impacting the way that companies think about their real estate and utilize their real estate. So in my presentation, I emphasize the importance of trend monitoring, for example, more than ever before because change is happening so quickly. Uh, I talked too about how the technology affects people and how they interact with each other, how they interact with their buildings, and in fact, how buildings are now interacting with each other uh, without much human interaction. And, and that even scales up to a broader sense now in, in terms of smart city planning and how buildings smart buildings can be situated in smart cities that are all connected through technology. What does that all mean? We, we still need to sort of wait and see, 
but we're starting to get a glimpse of what that's going to look like. So that's all part of it. Of course, I mentioned labor markets, uh, and of course, companies need to employ people, and they're going to be making investments in real estate in different parts of the world, and how labor forces adapt to support the needs of business in their corporate real estate setting. That's going to be one of the most fascinating things to watch. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate your time and your insights on the topic. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Joe. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.